Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast and Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you very much, 50,000 of you. We can't be wrong. And we have a great guest. The bees are always guest segments, and this is 1158B. What are the common denominators of autoimmune disease, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, COVID-19, long COVID-19, depression, inflammation, and post-infectious syndromes? Well, they are long illnesses, but they have a common thread or set of common threads. And Juliet Morgan and her co-author, Megan Jobson, Juliet is with us, Dr. Morgan is with us today, were great enough to put it together and to let you understand it in their book, Long Illness, and we're lucky enough to have her on the show. The general message is, in my mind, is there a common set of threads, and you can manage them with a little help, and this book is wonderful at talking about that help and how to manage, as well as the common threads between them. We are brought to you, as usual, by Life's First Naturals, the makers of True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum, one of which, Bovine Colostrum, has helped me help patients get rid of some of their long illnesses of bloating-related problems, It does help the villi in your intestines stay long in the face of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs such as ibuprofen or aspirin, stay long in the face of extreme exercise, and in the face of gut infections and even upper respiratory infections. Those are shown in their double-blind randomized controlled trials. You can find those on their website, lifesfirstnaturals.com, as well as brought to you by our other sponsor that I'm involved with, that is longevityplaybook.com. For now, let's get to the book, which, by the way, has the website longillness.com. The book is called Long Illness, A Practical Guide to Surviving, Healing, and Thriving. And Juliet Morgan, Dr. Morgan, is our guest. Thanks very much, How did you happen to put all of these together? How did you get involved in long illnesses, Dr. Morgan? Early in the pandemic, as many people saw, there were people who would get an initial infection and then not get better. And at the time, I'm a neurologist, psychiatrist, and integrative medicine physician. I think if I had to have one label, it would be integrative neuropsychiatry. And it made sense to me that we needed to begin to apply integrative tools to these patients, to this population. I should tell people you're from some of my old stomping grounds, I think. You probably were at Langley Porter in uh, San Francisco at one time. And they've have they moved Langley Porter over to the new campus yet? Yeah, it's, it's in process. So I did go to medical school and was on the faculty there and probably was told I was one of the few with tenure that left. But in any case... UC San Francisco, you don't get amateurs at UC San Francisco. So they have taken someone who's trained in psychiatry, trained in neurology, and in integrative medicine, and allowed you to practice the combinations together. 
So I am teaching faculty at UCSF, so I run their neuropsychiatry course. But at the time, I was doing this support group and this integrated medicine skills group where I would come together with these COVID patients with my co-author, Dr. Megan Jobson, um, who's a palliative care medicine physician. And we were kind of putting together this toolkit for these patients. And the thing that we noticed is that they looked like many of the other patients that we care for on a day-to-day basis. And so initially, we were putting together a workbook for COVID recovery. But when we were putting it together, we both realized this is what we're doing every day. We're applying these same concepts, tools, skills, lifestyle medicine to patients across the spectrum of what we're calling long illness. And so it didn't make sense to keep it only solely focused on patients with long COVID. And so how did you, I mean, one of the things that we've realized, we have a, at the Cleveland Clinic, we have a program that breaks the long illnesses into the individual treatment group, so with shared medical appointments, but using the same techniques as you came up with in this book to treat them. And and I was impressed when we started doing this with chronic pain. We'd been doing this with weight loss and with mental dysfunction and with chronic fatigue before that. But when we started doing it with chronic pain, it was the same things got relief that you spell out so beautifully in the book. I'm envious you wrote this as beautifully and well as you did and combined it. But I was really impressed after the first session of, we had 12 people with chronic pain who literally were disabled with chronic pain. And by learning, by changing their diet after for two weeks and by managing stress with just simple techniques for two weeks. That's all we taught them in the first week. They came back two weeks later and 60% reduction in chronic pain over the group of 12 of them. And it just blew me away that the same techniques. And you've gone through not only that, but some of the other real foundational things, such as supplements and small molecules and such as sleep in here. You've got a wonderful section on mitochondria and energy. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so it's a question that a lot of our patients have, which is, why am I so tired? What are the energy centers in the body? What can I do to boost my body's own natural innate energy mechanisms? So we try and outline it in a really accessible way so that people can understand what energy looks like in the body and detoxification looks like in the body. Because those are systems that I think can be hard for people to understand. We try and break it down and give people really concrete tools and skills that they can use. So get a little more specific, if you would. Let's give at least one secret away. You talk about brain protection with the MIND diet. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. What's the key with the MIND diet, and what's the difference between that and, for example, the DASH diet from which I think it derives? So the MIND diet, we know that there's lots of data for the Mediterranean diet, and there's so many different diets, and we go through a really long chapter on fueling your body, on nourishing your body, and trying to figure out what diet is right for you. You'll see in my clinic that many, many people are on the MIND diet because of really nice data for it. The data is a very well-powered study, over 800 people who, over a long period of time, it looked at adherence to this diet. And on average, on neurocognitive testing, brains looked 7.5 years younger. 
So it's really compelling that there is a way of promoting neuroprotection through diet. And so patients who come to see me often have cognitive complaints, brain fog, and it's one of the pieces that we're thinking about. It's not the only diet, but it's one of the diets that we think about. Well, tell us a little more specifically about it. So what's the difference in in it and a Mediterranean diet? Yeah, it's got all the same foundations as the Mediterranean diet. But then it drew from a few other studies that showed that dark leafy greens every single day are very neuroprotective. So this is the Mediterranean diet, which is cooking with olive oil and not butter, very little red meat, almost no sugar, no fried foods, or very little fried foods, eating two to three servings of fish a week, whole grains, eating unprocessed foods, fruits and vegetables, and then dark leafy greens every single day, which I think is the hardest one, hardest part, and then berries two to three days a week as well. And that was pulled in from another study looking at the neuroprotective mechanism of berries. And when you say the the neuroprotective mechanism of berries, what gives berries that neuroprotective component? I want to point out one thing to our listeners before you go on, that Dr. Morgan is really rooted in science. And so she answers the questions with there's a study that shows, or there are multiple studies that show, that's actually the most prominent and best thing you can do. I completely agree. And in integrative medicine, we try and use the best data that we have. We want to be using evidence-based medicine. Now, in integrative medicine, there are areas where we don't have as much data as we want. And then if you're going to be in that area, you got to make sure that the risk is low. And in my mind, risk also includes monetary risk. So I want to make sure that things are low wallet toxicity. And if they are going to be a cost to the patient, they better be efficacious. And really for me, I've got to have enough data to recommend it. So we call most of those that aren't wallet biopsies. So (laughs) I like wallet toxicity as well as wallet biopsies. I'm going to steal that phrase from you. Now, the other thing that is so prominent and came out of UCSF is the brain games of speed of processing games. I know that you talk about meditation and deep breathing and a lot of other brain fog, quote, exercises, but I like to think of the speed of processing games as the exercise I try and one of the brain exercises I try and teach. What role does that play in in the long illness games? So the the role of speed processing games? Speed of processing games, yes. Do you use those at all? No, I don't. I'm familiar with them, but I don't use them routinely in my practice. So we will do things like we'll refer to cognitive rehab, which we have down at Stanford. And then I've listed a whole number of other ways to, in our book, to try and just kind of boost your cognitive capacity. Anything from, I think, socializing is probably the most powerful. We want to optimize sleep. You want to be challenging your mind. So when you say socializing, you're talking about meeting with other people, working with other people. I I don't want you to go past that since it's such an important, maybe the most important thing, as you stated. So tell us what you mean by socializing and and in more specifics than, than I have, if you would. Our world is more disconnected than ever, despite, I think, social media being this hope, this promise of connecting us. 
there's almost nothing more isolating than having an illness that's misunderstood and that is separating you from other people. So in our book, we do try and give lots of ideas for how to build a community, how to reach out to people, how to think about bringing connection into your world. Because we know lots of studies that show that it's beneficial for mood, that it's beneficial for aging, but it can be easier said than done. So people know there's also a nice section on what you can do for sleep disturbances and what we call insomnia. Absolutely. It's when I'm caring for someone who comes to me with a long illness, there's so many dimensions to their health, but always we have to try and diagnose someone's sleep, try and understand what's happening in sleep. Sleep is going to be regulating the immune system. It is it has so many mechanisms, metabolism regulation or transmitter regulation, just everything about your daytime hours is impacted by sleep. So we tried to make it a really nice juicy chapter so that people have lots of understanding of what is sleep, what are common sleep disorders, and then tools to integrate to be able to optimize their sleep and move towards vitality. The book is Long Illness, the website, longillness.com, the hashtag, hashtag Long Illness. And what they have done is they have beautifully put together chronic fatigue, chronic pain, COVID-19, depression, inflammatory conditions, post-infectious syndromes, and autoimmune disease in a marvelous way, combining them and talking about a relief of whether it is chronic pain or relief of long COVID or chronic fatigue in a way that is both meaningful and easy to comprehend. And while Dr. Morgan may sound scientific on the show, and she is and is rooted in science, the book is very, very accessible and easy for people, for fifth graders even, to understand and benefit from. The book, again, Long Illness. It is one of the sensational books, probably one of the top five already of the year for the whole year, my guess is it will be. Dr. Morgan, thank you very much. We are, as usual, brought to you by Life's First Naturals, lifefirstnaturals.com the makers of TrueBiotics and Bovine Colostrum. Both of those are rooted in randomized controlled trials and solid science that you can find on their website at lifesfirstnaturals.com, as well as our own website that curates longevity choices, longevityplaybook.com. Dr. Morgan, thank you very much again. And of course, the 50,000 of you who download us weekly, this is a book worth getting and giving. In fact, you know someone with chronic pain, you know someone with chronic fatigue, you know someone who has long COVID. This is a wonderful book to start them and keep them on the road to recovery. Long Illness, longillness.com. This has been 1158B. Thanks. Come back next week. We'll have another wonderful guest. Tell your friends about this one. See you next week on the radio podcast.